0: your families, your children, your loved ones, and anyone who's dear to you. May the God that we serve continue to uplift us in everything that we do in the name of Jesus. How are you, my blessed sisters and brothers in Christ? I'm so happy to be here another blessed day, being able to serve. you my new sisters and brothers in Christ. I am your sister heavenly and it is an honor to be your sister in Christ. Welcome to the Christ family that the Lord has ordained for you. This is the Waterfront Spiritual Altar Podcast that the Lord has, has ordained himself and his very essence and presence is always with us everywhere we go and he himself teaches this very lessons that we are learning each and every time we come up on here. This is a place that the Lord is teaching. We are growing. Our life is going to change. Our life is already changing. He is our Redeemer. and He is our rock. And today is February the 10th, Wednesday at, um, I'm sorry. It's February the 10th, Wednesday at 7.33 a.m. Eastern Time. It is a joy to have you. Welcome to the new family where you will be loved You will feel the very love up here, the very essence of the Lord at all times. You will get to understand who Christ is. You will be able to be connected to the things of the Lord. And he has a plan for your life. He has a plan for my life. So I just want to welcome all my blessed sisters and brothers in Christ. So how do we bless one another virtually in the spirit? We wrap our arms around our own self. Mm -hmm. And that is us giving a deep, Loving hug to one another. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a place for your children, your grandparents, your aunties, your uncles, friends, neighbors, anyone who wants to be a part of the Christ family. The Lord has ordained this place for just you, for just me, and for those who want the closeness, those who want a better way of living in Jesus' name. So I honor the Lord, and I thank Him so much for being the head of my life, and I thank Him for being the head of your life, and I thank Him for going to be the head of some lives up on here in the name of Jesus. I am excited. Look at you all. You guys are so amazing. You guys are blessed, highly favored. God wonderfully and specialized you when He made you, and you are a blessing to life. God said you are special and he can use you just the way you are, even down to a baby. Welcome all, and if your family is here joining in, friends and neighbors who are listening for the first time, welcome friends, welcome neighbors, welcome children, and it's a blessing to have each and everybody Come together, and this is a place where you'll learn how to feel whole in Christ. Where He'll make you over and over again, and He will fill you up with His Spirit. So it is an honor to do what God say do. It is a privilege, a blessing. To be in Christ. It is because a lot of people are not privileged to even be in Jesus' name. A lot of people have gotten killed for just accepting Christ. So it is a privilege and it's a joy. And it's not only a privilege, it's a privilege to have your own free right. It's a privilege to be able to. Be free in Christ because some people don't have that opportunity, but we pray for the unfortunate, my sisters and brothers in Christ. You guys are amazing. You guys are beautifully made. You are beautiful. When you look in that mirror today, know you know you came from a Lord. Know you belong to a king. Knowing that God saved me. Yes, he saved you and you are awesome. You are well gifted. You are talented. You have great abilities in Christ. He is waiting to tap into your life to show you, take you through your life and show you things that he can do. When people say you couldn't do this and people say you couldn't have this, God is here to show you you can have all things in him. And he will give you the strength and the mindset to do all the things he called you to do. So no one is going to be left out. This is a place that you can be redeemed, delivered, free to be you and him. You can learn how to be able to use your voice. If you want to leave a message and you want something to be shared or spoken about, feel free, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Anyone is welcome. Children, children anyone is welcome to speak, leave a message, and I will be glad to pray over it and ask the Lord to bring it forth to the opening so all your other sisters and brothers in Christ could be in tune with what you're saying and share your testimonies. It's a wonder. It's a joy, it's a blessing to be uplifted through other people's testimonies. So we're going to get started with prayer. You know, we love to open up with prayer. That is the very beginning of our day. And some of us may not start our day with prayer, but God said always open up with praises and prayer and welcome him in your day as he's giving you a new blessed day. So I'm just excited for all my sisters and all my brothers in Christ what he's gonna be doing in our life. And I just want you all to feel confident. If you have low self-esteem, it changes today. You will be confident as you continue to come here. This is a place there's no judging. This is a place where you'll be uplifted. You'll be loved. You'll be welcome at all times. There's no criticizing here. It's not accepted. There's no throwing no punches. There's not accepted. Anything negative is not accepted up here. Everything in here is what God has allowed to be here. He won't allow nonsense or foolishness. He only allowed specific things, and that is things of his spirit, things of his kind, to be on here to feed us, for us to grow, for us to heal, for us to get better. This is not about going to war. This is not about fighting each other, but this is coming together to encourage one another. This is about coming together to be there for one another as Christ is showing us how he's there for us. This is a place that will turn things around in our life and teach us how to walk an individual walk with him. When you come together, learn together, you grow together, you learn how to really walk in Christ on your own, because we still have to have that relationship with God by ourselves. And I'm just excited what the Lord is going to be on here today, teaching us in Jesus' name. It's going to be about building our life on the foundation of God, when we begin to build our life on his foundation, in him we can't go wrong, amen, just like we build our life in the world, now it's time to build our life in Christ on the foundation of God, where it really began, before we started getting into our own life, before we got away from God, before we even knew who God was, so God is going to show us where our Life should be built on His foundation through scriptures today. He's going to give us some passages today. I'm excited for every uplifting He's going to do today. So let's begin to pray, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And for those who have prayer requests, the Lord has received them in Jesus' name. Your prayers has been answered. Wait on God to show you the answer. He already took the call when you brought it to Him. You just got to wait on God. And sometimes waiting on God can be difficult for some. But when you learn as you walk in this walk in Christ, you will learn that waiting on God is the most best thing you can do than trying to figure it out and do it on your own. So sometimes it's good to wait. You know, they say good things happen to those who wait. Save the very best for last. By waiting, ask God to teach you how to be humble in Him. While you're waiting, praise the Lord. Continue to do what he say do. And he'll show you that very thing that you needed an answer for. Just have faith. Build faith in him. So this has all got to do with building your life and the foundation and on the foundation of Christ and the Lord our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So again... Let's get started. Let us open up our hearts and let us be filled with the Holy Spirit and let us be comforted by the words of prayer today. Heavenly Father, we come together as a family, as a whole, Lord, thanking you for this blessed new day today that you have allowed us to be in again, God. Let us make the best of this day by coming to you with all our supplications, all our complaints, our cries, Lord. Father God, some of us already brought that to you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Some of us did not wake up with a good spirit today, God. But I'm here to say in Jesus' name, Lord, we will be uplifted through your lesson today. How some came in today won't be out, leaving out the same way, God. They will be renewed. We all will be renewed. Refreshed, oh God. Revived in the spirit, Lord. I thank you for everything you uplifted now off those prayer requests that has been sent up to you, God. I thank you for each and every sisters and brothers in Christ on this line today. Listening, God. I thank you, Lord, that you are available. 24 hours and you're not limited God that we can call upon your name that we can come together and praise your holy name Lord Father God I thank you for your special anointing touch that you are touching us right now with God fill us with your word God fill us with your spirit God lead us in touch a place oh God of understanding today open up every heart that is here listening oh God as we receive you God in Jesus name We feel a shift in our atmosphere, oh God. We feel the change is coming, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we're here to give you all the praise, God. Touch everyone's family on here today. Lord, may you fill them up the way they need to be filled up, God. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for their hearts and souls. And I ask God that anyone here listening for the first time, who has not even understood you ever before, learn to become, excuse me, learn to be able to become a part of this family by learning and being a doer of your word, Father God. May they embrace you, God. Help them, God, wherever they are right now. Meet them where they're at to show them, Father God, who you are. I thank you for every word that has went up today. I decree and declare every word in prayer God. And it is so. I claim it in Jesus name. We have the victory oh God. Touch our minds God. Prepare us to receive the word today. And I honor you God and I praise your name. Let us continue to learn how to be in you God. Every day we are learning and we are growing oh God. So Lord, it doesn't happen overnight, but changes to come. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory and praise and honor. In Jesus' merciful name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for that prayer. My sisters and brothers in Christ, I am just excited to how God can fill us up with prayer, how he can touch and anoint our head to the sole of our feet, the top of our head to the still of our feet, but I just, <clears throat> yeah, excuse me, but I just thank the, the Lord for just blessing us to be able to grow as a family. I really appreciate you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I thank you for my prayers that you send up for me every day. I thank you for how we come together. We might not be sitting side by side, but we're in that background. Rooting on for one another in Jesus' name. As I'm praying, you're praying, others are praying. We're asking the Lord to do the same thing. Help us. Teach us, Father. Touch our sisters and brothers in Christ. We belong to Christ. We are a Christ family. And I thank Him for preparing this place, such a place that has been changing many lives today. And I thank Him because it's been changing my life. So, please share your testimonies <clears throat> if you don't have the anchors app. Please download it if you're able to, and however you've been able to listen to it, if you can't just get it. But God's gonna make a way as He's been making a way for you right now in the name of Jesus. It's going to get better, my sisters and brothers in Christ. With time and healing and comfort is all that we need. And God provides those things. And I just thank God for your life, literally, because you still have an opportunity to do better, to do right. When we're still here, that is another second to be in the Lord. That is another second to praise God. That is another second to thank God. That is another second to experience God in our life. So we thankful because so much has happening. So much has been happening. And I just ask God to continue to console those who are in deep trouble with pain. Deep trouble with pain means they're on the urge of giving up because they can't deal with the pain of life. And I just ask God for those who have just lost people, who are going through tragic situations at this time where it's just like a nightmare so this is a place that the lord has made for us to be able when you hear all that stuff in the news you hear all the bad stuff this is a place to get all the good stuff when you're going through a lot of different things even when your life is getting to a place it gets balanced you still need this every single day Be not fooled. We cannot never be fooled to think that we're happy in our life that we don't need the word. We still, happy people still get the blues. So we need to constantly be in the word of God. And for those who don't have a Bible, it is okay. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're despicable because no one is better than nobody. If you would download the Anchors app, if you're able to, um have a facebook page i'm on there my name as you see um is on there as shakira shakira love yes and the podcast of course is heavenly so there's ways to inbox me because some people probably get it different ways of these get it, oh, excuse my words today <laughs> i'm just tying my words up together lord help me jesus hallelujah amen but yes, God, thank you for helping me with my words today. See, I like being up here with you guys because we is not about being perfect. It's not about coming up here, um, being better than nobody. body. You know I come being myself at all times. We can do that. We are family. We are able to do that. We're entitled to make many of mistakes in our life. And um, so, it's different ways to get in and listen to these episodes, I see. So, on Facebook, if you're listening through Facebook, please, there's always a way to get God's Word. He knows that we need to apply the Word every day. He knows that we need His Word to become doers of the Word. We need to study the Word to spend time with God. To get to understand Him for ourselves. Yes, we come together but we have to be able to know the Lord for ourselves and we have to get a personal relationship with him. You will learn as contingency coming on here, you will learn so many different things about who Christ is, how to live your life in him, how to turn things to him. There's so many ways to learn how to live a life in Christ, how to get on that path and stay in that direction that's going to keep taking you down the path of righteousness His way, His will. And it's a blessing when we can go in a direction that the Lord is teaching us. We can go and follow Him. We don't have to be left behind. We do not have to be without the Lord. It is a choice. It's not a force. But yes, there's no sisters or brothers of mine left behind. So yes, um, I would be glad to get you that Bible. You leave a P.O. box. Or address If you're comfortable with it, you may, you know, ask God, ask God, is it okay? Pray about it, but you need the word of God. And I'm here to help you, my sisters and my brothers in Christ. That's all it's about for me. I'm here to help you be able to get to a place that you can get close to God. I can't save you. I can only encourage you and lead you to a place in His hands. And He does everything from there. So God will do miraculous things in our lives if we allow Him to be God. Allowing Him to be God means that we allow ourselves to be delivered from our life and give our life over to Christ and truly follow Him in His ways and not our own. So we allow Him to be God in our life when we give our life to Christ in the name of Jesus. So, we have such a amazing time to look forward to this morning as we do. I just wanted to encourage you, my sisters and brothers in Christ, for those who didn't have a Bible, and for now, and you can also buy one if you're able to, we're talking about the ones who cannot and don't have a way truly to get a Bible, and there's some local churches that still kind of been opening up, they would love to bless you with the Word of God for free <laughs> yeah some things cost in life but the word of God is a free gift receiving the word of God you will always be able to see that receive that and as you grow in the things of God you'll be able to do some things that will you know allow you to be able to grow and Build some money in the kingdom, doing some things in the kingdom impact. We know all things ain't free, but we know the word of God is free. Some people didn't know that, but you know it today. The word of God is free for me. If you could say the word of God is free for me, and I receive that in Jesus' name. And as time goes on, you will learn how to become a giver in Jesus' name. As someone has given you, you will learn how to give back and more than what has been given to you. So let's get started with an opening scripture, opening chapter. We're going to come from Psalms 1. And again, you can write notes and any other ways that we can get the Bible. Oh, if you have a smartphone, you can get the Bible app on your phone. It's a comforting way to have it. But you still need the handbooks. You still need that Bible because... You want to be able to mark that Bible. That's something between you and God. That is your health book. That is your God book. That is your everything book. Your redeemer is in there. The rock that's been set for your life is in that word. So you know you can make that book between you and God. That's your own. No technology can cut it off. You know when technology get messed up, what are you going to have if you solely depend on technology? you got to be able to have your Bible, Bible, my sisters and brothers in Christ. But it's a blessing to have family, friends, and all who is tuning in together. And I still want you to understand, children, if you're here listening with your parents, your sister, I thank God for your blessed soul and your blessed heart. As you grow up, you will learn how to grow up in the things of the Lord. And he will bless your pathway. And I just want you to keep on smiling. Keep on bringing the spirit of joy to your family's life. Continue to obey your parents, or whoever is raising you, taking care of you every day. Respect your teachers, respect your families, and don't become what you shouldn't become. Okay, stay focused, and you will learn the love of the Lord, the love of the Lord in your life. Amen. Well, I love you in Christ. God bless you. Beautiful babies in Christ and children, yes, I adore you all and I love you so much. Yes, I love you so much. So let's get started and um, continue, well, we already got started. So let's continue to just go on. <coughs> I've just been having the coffees this morning. No, it's not that I'm sick, y'all. <laughs> I have to let me be clear, no, because like you coughing, no, because I had some sugar daddies and i had the, the small ones and what happens is sometimes when i eat a little bit too much sugar even though to some one lollipop is not nothing but for me one lollipop pop can be a lot of sugar and so sometimes it gets my throat to be in like a little you know clogged. because of the sugars it makes me cough so um i have to drink a lot of water and sometimes get it cleared, so I'm not sick, amen, okay, so I'm going to read the whole chapter of Psalm 1, this is about, the theme of this is life's two roads, the life of the faithful person is contrasted with the life of the faithless person, okay, so, first 1 says, "Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Verse two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his Lord doth he meditate day and night. Verse three, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Verse 4 The ungodly are not so but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Verse 5 Therefore the ungodly should not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And verse 6 For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So it was a contract as you can see as if you're walking it describes those who are walking in godly perspective, and those who walk in ungodly perspective, it was basically head on as you can understand it. So, like whatsoever he do shall prosper. It does not mean immunity from failure or difficulties, nor is it um, guaranteed of health, wealth, and happiness. What scriptures mean by prosperity in this, when we apply God's wisdom in our lives. The fruit we bear will be good and receive God's approval. As a tree soaks up water and bears luscious fruit, we also are to soak up God's word, producing actions and attitudes that honor God. To achieve anything worthwhile, we must have God's word in our hearts. Yes, we must be able to have God's word in our hearts. So, remember, good grain is a symbol of a faithful life that can be used by God, Unlike grain, we can choose the direction we will take. And although evil people may get the upper hand at times, God assures us that a day is coming when their sins will be punished. Amen. So we understand that. And meanwhile, God watches over the plans and purposes of the faithful. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen for that. So we clearly, God made it clear and he gave us the understanding of what he was saying in the scripture. So we have the clear understanding of what it meant. And he clearly showed that he would receive it would, our good fruit that we bear. It means it received God's approval. So we thank God for that. And we're going to read a passage. Well, I'm going to read the passage. <laughs> you guys, I would love for you to read me a passage. Give me a Dear God letter. I love Dear God letters. And I also wanted to tell you. If you wanted to do a spiritual diary, what I think is a good idea is that um, my sister cousin brought it up to me. I think she said she's gonna write um, a dear God letter and you know continue to keep my family in um, prayer because we had a loss in our family. My favorite cousin sister, we call each other. She has lost her oldest brother, and not too long ago they have lost another brother. And so it's just been some great losses going on in her um, in her life. She's my cousin, but those were her brothers. So it's been still terrible losses that's been going on. And we just pray and ask God to give her strength and the rest of my other family strength to just be able to get through this hard, hard time that they're really facing right now. So I just thank God for the strength he does give us when we're facing our dark hours, and I thank God for uplifting her, I love you sister, cousin, prophetic woman of the Lord, that is my heart, yes, she is my heart, I love her, and I just thank God that I'm able to really be with her, and be there for her, the way he allows me to be there, as she has been there for me, most of my life, amen. So we got, <clears throat> remember, we got to pray. And as I, you know, inform everybody, when you have something going on, you don't have to deal with it alone. You can share that way. Us, as your family, can pray for you. Your sisters and brothers, we can pray and ask God to step in like never before. But you got to open up your mouth and let, let <clears throat> whatever's going on be known. Because God, that's why God has ordained for you, to have the real comfort, of support. you're going through, he knew that we were going to go through many of things here. He knew it's going to be many of things that was going to bring us great deep pain. But he also said that he would make a way for us to heal and be comfort while we're going through. So we got to remember we're not alone. It may seem lonely, but you're not alone. If you let God in, he will give you the right support, the right help in the name of Jesus. Amen. So first we're going to read. These first two, a scripture, First Chronicles, chapter sixteen, verse twenty-six to twenty-seven says, "For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Glory and honor are in His presence; strength and gladness are in His place." Amen. Hallelujah. Receive that, Father. And the passage says. Is there something new for me to learn in this impulse solitude, dear Lord? I know your word says that there is a time and purpose for everything under heaven. A time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. According to the writer of Ecclesiastes, Well, Lord, I'm trying to trust that you have a purpose in this. But that purpose isn't clear to me. At least not yet. You know how much I am missing the embrace of human fellowship right now. Please let me me sense the embrace of your fellowship more and more, not as a consolation prize, but as the essence and source from which the best kind of fellowship can be had in this life. Help me be a good student, willing to learn as you work out your good purposes in my life. Amen that encouragement we're going to go to another one but yeah she was doing a dear God letter Um, she said she was going to write and that gave me an idea that could be a spiritual healing for us all You get a notebook and just write what you want God to hear you and you can look back on the things that you have came to the Lord with and say wow Lord I was in that place it's the same as writing in a diary but make a spiritual diary and if you choose to make it personal, keep it. If you want to make an open spiritual diary where you're like, you know what? Dear God, today, this, 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 and that. Whatever you want to do with your diary is on you. But I think it would really help. And I thank her so much for the idea. God always give us different things in a day to use to get closer to him. If it means writing him a letter and then just writing each day. You might get closer and closer to him that way. If that's what it takes to get you to open up to God, then use it. Try it and see how it works. And if you want to share your thoughts about how it's been working out for you, please let me know so I can let the others know that we have a sister or we have a brother who's been using this diary, who's been actually writing a spiritual diary, and it's been working out this way for them. So it will, be, it will be amazing for you to just see what it can take you. So I'm going to get me a notepad, and I think I'm going to try it. And as time goes on, I'll give you an update on how it's been going. It sounds very refreshing. So take up on anything you can take up that will open you up with Christ in any way you can. Amen. So the next one I'm going to read is First Chronicles chapter... 16 verse 15 it says be mindful always of his covenant the word which he commanded to a thousand generations so we got to always be mindful of the covenant that we take with God and if you want to know more read that whole chapter and see what led to that particular scripture and that's a blessing that when you are writing down notes and you are writing down um information that You know, you can use to study with the Lord, to spend more time with Him. You have more time. He only gives me an hour here, but He gives you a lifetime. Amen. (laughs) He gives you a lifetime and eternity to do more than just right, but to praise Him forever. He gives you time here to spend with Him. And you get to spend the rest of your life there. If you do right here, you'll be able to spend the rest of your life there with Him. And I just thank God for that. Okay, and also keep my pastor and his family in prayer as well because we've been losing a lot of church family as well. We've been losing so much and it's been so hard and it's just been so painful. So please continue to keep my church family in prayer as, you know, God continues to walk with them and strengthen them. And, you know, having a pastor... Um, in in the church family, they have greater responsibilities, So a lot of weight is on them. And people don't understand that a pastor has to go through a whole lot more than we do. Because they have greater responsibilities. It's not saying that what we go through is nothing. I'm not saying that. But sometimes people think the pastor just got it all together. But I really pray day in and day out for my pastor and first lady, um, and I just ask that you keep the Graham family in your prayers. You know, um, Bishop Marshall Graham and First Lady Sandra Graham and our church family would appreciate you so much for every word that you send to God. And we're receiving it. And we're going to get through any trying thing that the Lord has in our lives right now. Trying, trials, and tribulations. Amen. Thank you, my sisters and brothers, for all your prayers. I have asked you to pray for different things so i just ask god you know to continue to give you strength as you are praying because when we pray out we need strength we 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 need restoration ourselves too to continue to pray so our next passage says may you know that a wisdom and a love transcend the things you will see and touch today walk in this light each step of the way never forget that there is more to this existence than the material side of things and be blessed when you suddenly become aware of it in the smile of a child in the recognition of your own soul existence in the dread of death and in the longing for immor- immortality immortality okay so I didn't quite <clears throat> might have said that word right but yes, when you recognize your blessed smile in it, my sisters and brothers in Christ, smile, please smile in it. And one more says, coming from Psalms 103, uh, verse 20 says, Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless the Lord at all times. Yes, bless the Lord at all times. And the passage says, God, I couldn't help noticing all the lovel- loveliness you place in the world today. This morning I saw a sunrise that made my heart and beat faster. And I watched a father gently help his child across a busy parking lot. His tenderness was much like yours. I spied an elderly couple sitting on a bench. As the man told jokes, their laughter lifted my spirits. Later, I talked with a friend who who aids needy families. Her compassion inspired me. Thank you, Lord, for everything that is beautiful and good in the world. Amen. We still are blessed in this world. In spite of the world being evil and wicked, we are still truly blessed to be here to be able to have Christ in our life. Being in the world and not of the world and still seeing good things happen to good people and still seeing good deeds take place is not all bad, but it's full of evil. And got another one, Deuteronomy chapter seven, verse six says, You are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession. It is not easy to accept our bodies the way they are on any given day. We are always ready to point out this flaw, that imperfection. Some parts work, others parts don't. Other parts don't. Some parts are lovely and others are less so. But the truth about treasures is this. A treasure's worth is measured in the eye of its beholder. Our grandfather's wool overcoat might be a treasure to us, not because of its inherited value, but because it smells and texture and texture reminds us of being held tight in our grandfather's arm. Moses, while he was writing Deuteronomy, saw a fit to remind us three times in chapter 7, 14, and 26 that God calls his people a treasure possession, not because we are perfect. We know we are, we are anything but, no, because he chose us. Father, sometimes we struggle being called treasures. Show us our worth in you. Show us your son reflected in our actions and your glory reflected in our lives. Amen. I thank God for that. And that was always be loved. That's what it was about. Always be loved. So please remember we're God's treasure. He chose you. He chose me. And that's why he has us here to learn. He chose us. To worship with him, and we got to choose him and show him how we are grateful and appreciate his presence in our lives today. So we're gonna get started, and this is about building your life on the foundation of God. There's some scriptures that I'm gonna be able to go through, and of course, you know I can leave you some because again we don't have three hours up here, but if I had three hours up here, whoa. There will be a lot to do in three hours, but there's still a great amount of time that we're able to do in an hour, what some people is trying to do in a lifetime. Amen. So, the Lord wants us to understand that building our life on the foundation of Him will, <coughs> excuse me, is very important because that's exactly what we're doing. We're building our life in Christ on the foundation of where it really all started, Our life began with God, and when we begin to build on that foundation, we'll find so many things and discover so many things that we was never able to discover before. The only difference is that when we're building our life on God's foundation, we don't have to destruct, but when we're building our life in the world, we have to go through many of things, experience so much things, and pretty much get destroyed almost to rock bottom. Or some of us have reached a rock bottom and God has to rebirth us God has to bring us out of that so the difference is that we can still go through some things even building our life on the foundation of the Lord but to be able to know how to do that we have to understand the word and how to be able to do that through the word of God so God wants us to understand building our lives on the foundation of God is a blessed thing because at one time I was building my life in the world as I thought that I was finding my happy. You thought you was finding your happy. It seemed like success has been going great. You've been a successful entre- entrepreneur. But somewhere in between, it's like something still deeply is missing. And a lot of times, we're missing the Lord. So, and we were so busy building the foundation on our careers, um, on this and this and that. But God said, you never build anything on me. When we build our foundation in Christ, God will help us do anything we want to build in Him. We want to build our careers in Him. We want to do it the right way. And when we build on a foundation of God, He will allow us to be blessed in our gifts because we would do it the right way. We won't do it the wrong way. Some of us have did things. We got what we wanted, but we went about it the wrong way, but we still became successful. Why? Because God opened that door for us to learn how to do it better and to do it greater in Him. So we learn through God today how to really build our foundation in him some of us has already started god bless you my sisters and brothers in christ for getting started some of us are just learning how to even do that and it's okay god bless you for just wanting to learn today it's never too late to learn how to do things in christ it's never too late to get started to doing the things in christ so don't let it hold you back and say well I ain't been raised up in church. It was not about being raised up in church. It's about church being raised up in us. We have to be raised up in Christ. We are the church, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So we cannot be held back for what we didn't do. Today is today to start. It don't matter what we never did. Today, God said, I am calling you today to begin to build your life and foundation in me. And I'm going to give you scriptures. And I'm going to give you words because Not word, the word. Because the word of God is the only way we'll know. The word of God is the only way we'll grow. And the word of God is the only way we'll learn. The word of God is the only way we can understand. We can have a great life. We can have a good life, a fruitful life in him if we just build our foundation in him. We have to build our life in Christ. Because without Christ, we won't have anything. Everything will just be temporarily Your your careers to be temporarily, eventually in the end. But what good is to build something outside of God that when it's over you don't have God and you don't have your career anymore? But if you build in Christ, you will always be remembered in Him. You was a great woman and man of God. You were successful in Jesus' name. You allowed God to take you somewhere, and He had touched your plans. You told God you wanted to be a doctor. He made sure that you was not going to be one of them doctors that was just going to be overdosing people and killing people. You got some wicked doctors. You got some wicked nurses. You know why? Because they did not operate on the foundation of God. So you have an opportunity. I have an opportunity in anything we want to do. Because when we do it in Christ, it's going to be positive. We're not doing it for a negative reason. We're doing it from the soul, from the heart of the soul. And God is going to move that. God don't move on lies. Some people lie their way to get to where they at. God don't need you to do that. He don't need me to do that. We can get to where we want to get the right way. Because when we want to do it the right way, we're going to do the right thing. When we want to do it outside of God, we might not be doing it the right way. So we just thank God for teaching us today on building our life on the foundation of God. We're going to start with Matthew 7 verse 24. And as you are turning to that as I am, I just want you to ponder on what the Lord has just said to us about really making the right decisions to be able to do the right thing in life. Only one that can teach us how to do the right thing. And then when you learn how to do the right thing, you are not going to want to do the wrong thing no more. The wrong thing comes from learning how to do the right thing, if that makes any sense okay well you have to learn by messing up a lot sometimes we start our life and we make bad decisions until we really learn how to do better in ourselves and we just ask god to help us with that we ask god to come into our life come into our heart lord some didn't ask sometimes it took your situation to get you into a place with god everybody didn't always say god help me Sometimes it took the trouble of life to help you because God just saved you from yourself. Amen. So I just wanted to say, I'm looking for it. Y'all. I'm going to find it. Matthew, it got to be near Mark. Yep, I found it. But yes, I just wanted to say that, my sisters and brothers in Christ. We got to understand that building our life on the foundation of God, it would never break. It would take us farther in our life. We will be more than successful. We'll be conquerors through Him who loves us. Amen. So I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, and let's see what that first one is saying to us in the name of Jesus. Um, let me see. I'm still finding it. Almost there. Okay. You for your patience, I really appreciate it, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Okay, so Matthew 7, verse 24 says, (coughs) Excuse me, therefore, whosoever heareth these hands of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Amen. So, you know, when it's built upon a rock foundation of rock is strong a rock you know you just can't break a rock it's very strong to build upon a rock means to be a hearing responding discipline not a phony superficial one practicing obedience becomes the solid foundation to weather the storms of life amen so we know that Building on God's foundation is going to teach us how to be obedient in Him. That was very good. Next, let's go to Psalms chapter 11, verse 3. Psalms chapter 11, verse 3. I really wish I had time to read all of these. There's so many ones to go to. But the good thing is that I'm going to leave some of them with you. And so I'm going to be, you know, um, that for us to go into the word of God and be able to go and spend that time with the Lord and talk more about it with him and him to show you more in the word. Because when God travels you in the word, you travel, you run across some more stuff. And that's how you begin to learn other things by God's taking you here. He'll take you, he'll take you different places like never before. So we're going to Psalms chapter 11. Okay, let me get to it. I'm almost there, y'all. I'm almost there. Psalms chapter 11, verse 3 says, I got it. Okay, it says, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Amen. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So, in saying that, okay and saying that when law and order collapse and you wish you could hide remember that God is still in control his power is not diminished by any turn of events nothing happens without his knowledge and permission when you feel like running away run to God he will restore justice and goodness on the earth in his good timing so with that being said when It says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? All we can do is run to God and trust God. So we know that God will, we build on the things of the Lord. We know that the Lord will make sure that our foundation is right. If anything be destroyed, it was not built correctly on the foundation of God. That means it wasn't built on the things of God. So eventually it's going to be destroyed, Right. That's clearly what that scripture says in the name of Jesus. So, we're going to read. Well, I'm going to read. Okay. So, I'm going to give you a few of them. But let's just go through one more. And that is Ephesians chapter 1. Let me see. Okay. Let me just mark this so it so I won't give you a repeat. Oh, I wish I had more time to read all these other amazing ones. But you know what? You guys are so amazing you're going to show God just how amazing you really, really are by spending time in his word, taking your time to the word. There's no rush. There's no time. There's no ticking bomb where you have to hurry up before the bomb says boom. No, but allow God's presence to be with you through your day and take the time to embrace his presence, not just one, two, three minute thing, but really embrace the God, embrace the Lord with the word. Amen. So let me see. What did I say? Ephesians chapter 1. Did I say that? Okay. I did say that. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Ephesians chapter 1. I'm getting it. Y'all know I'm going to find it. It got to be by Hebrews, I believe. I do this every time. Every time. I promise you, I do this every time. I get trying to find it. And then I, I as much as I be in my word, you would think that, you know, I wouldn't know exactly where to go, but sometimes it doesn't be like that. So I'm just trying to make sure I get to it. Wanted to get to that last one. And um after that, then I wanted to give you the scriptures. Well I tell you what, while I'm trying to get to Ephesians, how about I give you those scriptures? That way it'll already be there. Um still can't find my Ephesians and that's like Favorite, favorite one. Okay, so I haven't found it yet, but I found it now. Okay, Amen. So it's Ephesians. What I say? Chapter one, verse four. Let's go Ephesians chapter one, verse four. Okay. Okay, and it says, "According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world." that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So the Lord has chosen us before we even became in the world. And so God has chosen us to emphasize that salvation depends totally on God. We are not saved because we deserve it, but because God is gracious and freely gives it. We did not influence God's decision to save us. He did it according to his plan. So, we understand that God has chosen us way before we came here. So, remember, God chose us when we belong to him through Jesus Christ. He looked look at us as if we had never sinned. Isn't that amazing? Because he has destined for us to belong to him before we were even born and born into the earth. He had already been the foundation for us in our mama's womb. So that tells you a lot that God had already had this in plan. So all we have to do is follow God's plans now. Make a decision, my sisters and brothers in Christ, if you haven't already made that decision, to follow the rest of your life in Christ, to follow him, to learn. It's not going to be an easy road, but it's not a difficult road, and it's not hard to follow Christ. It is a decision and a choice that one must make up their mind me I had to make my mind up you had to make your mind up some still got to make their mind up don't wait till it's too late do it while you got the breath in your body cause when you're dead you can't make no more decisions make it while you're alive amen so as we're about to close out we're gonna close out in prayer but before we do that my sisters and brothers in Christ let me give you the rest of the scriptures Isaiah chapter 28 verse 16 um 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 19. Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 10. 1 uh, Corinthians, I read that one, no. 1 Corinthians, chapter 3, verse 10, 11, 12. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 9. Ephesians, we went through that. Ezra, chapter 3, verse 11. And John, chapter 17, verse 24. Let's go ahead and say a prayer, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I thank God for those scriptures and the lesson today. Heavenly Lord, we come together as we're closing out in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the word today, God, that has uplifted us and made us more strong, Lord. We thank you for giving us the word on how to build a life on the foundation of you today, God, in our life. So our life can be blessed, our life can be better, and our life can turn around. Because, Lord, anything that's built on the outside of you will be destroyed. But we honor and glorify your holy name. We thank you for the refreshing you've given us. As we go through our day, God, lead our steps, order our steps. Continue, oh God, to keep us in your merciful hands. Continue to help us along the way, oh God. Continues to show us through your word. Continue to guide us through your life. May we continue to be blessed and give you the time you deserve, God, from us. Let us continue to make time for you. Let us learn how to make time for you, oh God. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you for every prayer that you have answered. Continue to comfort those, oh God. Continue to guide those. We need your structure. We need your guidance, God. We need your great touch and comfort. I thank you for the blood of Jesus that we're wrapped up in, oh God. Father God, I put on the whole armor of God. God, that we're able to stand against all things, Father God. Continue to touch my sisters and brothers in Christ, that they continue to be led in your path, in your direction. Bless everyone, O oh God, who have received the word today. In the name of Jesus, I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' merciful name. Thank God for that prayer, my sisters and brothers in Christ. It has been a joy, a pleasure, and an honor to spend this amazing God with I mean, this amazing time with you and the Lord. I be, I feel so blessed and full and may you continue to go through your day full and blessed and full. But remember to stay full. With the Word of God, you have to be able to spend time with God to keep being filled in your day with the Word of God. This has been your sister, Heavenly. I'm always praying for you. And I just thank God for all listeners today. And I just thank God for all children and babies around the world. I thank God for all souls around the world in spite of the flaws and the mistakes. It's not about the mistakes and the flaws. It's about that we're all God's children no matter what we've done. God loves us all the same, so don't think you're more special than me, and I won't think you're more special than me, and I won't think I'm more special than you, but you all have a prosperous and blessed day. Remember, build your life on the foundation of the Lord. God bless you all. Love you in Jesus' name.